Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the Amazon Alexa and the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. Um, Today we were very kindly joined by Alan Green. He's been joining us over the last couple of weeks to touch on a number of different shares that he's been looking at. And again, we spoke with Alan earlier on this morning in regards to a number of shares that he's been looking at in the wake of the sell-off that we've seen caused by the coronavirus. Um, There's a couple in there which everybody will know about in terms of Shell. Um, We also talk very briefly about Lloyds and Barclays, but there's also some companies in there which are trading towards the smaller cap end of the market. And those ones that are seeing some activity pick up as a result of the coronavirus. So there's a a few shares that are touched on here. So we're just going to pass over now to a conversation that we had with Alan, uh, Alan Green this morning, whilst we were discussing um, potential opportunities that are out there in the market at the moment. Uh, There are plenty of shares, Jonathan, absolutely. Uh, And I think it's the, uh, clearly we are in unprecedented times. We don't know how long the the lockdown on movement is going to last for. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But certainly the FTSE is starting to show some resistance of 5,000. And uh, just looking at this performance uh, this Wednesday morning, it's, um, it was was down here yesterday, dipped briefly under, but came back. and there are some great companies out there offering terrific dividends, but clearly um, these are worrying times. Uh, you know, we are we're facing something that um, is isolating all of us from everyone, or isolating everyone from everyone else, effectively. And um, clearly, a lot of the companies, the the dynamics that drive their business, are fundamentally changing. Um, that said. Um, once this is under control, we're seeing this in China already, factories are reopened, people start to go back to work and life starts again. Um, how quickly that will happen here, we don't know yet. And of course, we're seeing we're seeing the the virus rolled out, uh, rolling out across France and the uh, the drastic actions that are being taken by by uh, by the, the the respective governments there in closing the borders and almost um, imposing martial law in some cases. That said, um, some of the shares on the FTSE 100 are at multi, multi-year lows. I mean, Shell under £10. Who thought we'd ever say the day? I think that was a, Incredible. Uh, an early noughties share price, if not uh, a share price from the late 90s. But currently, as Shell stands, um, and now this uh, Shell is, is a great British company, and it's uh, involved in exploration production, liquid petroleum gas, uh, has operations all over the world. Uh, it's involved in renewables, in wind energy, and, and a, a whole a vast portfolio of energy products. So it's not just an oil company. But um, clearly, it was always an oil company to start with, and that's fundamentally what drives the price of Shell. And... Um, given that we've got this ongoing war now between the Russians and the Saudis, and then um, Saudi Aramco declaring that it's very comfortable producing oil at thirty dollars a barrel, we're seeing we're seeing oil oil now at this level. And of course, that um, that has a direct correlation to to the share price. Now, currently, I'm looking at Shell and it's sitting at nine pounds fifty eight. Um, 
I have been scaling into Shell and I bought a little bit more this morning at this level um, because I've never seen it so low. Um, and currently, of course, with the dividend that's on offer, which I think is 47 cents uh, a quarter, um, the, uh, the stock is offering somewhere in the region of a 15% dividend. Will this be maintained going forward? We don't know. The one thing we do know with Shell is it's paid a dividend every year since the Second World War. And um, longer term, um, there is, I believe, an opportunity here to scale into um, a great British and Dutch uh, global multinational um, at um, unprecedented, unprecedented levels. And uh, the company will continue, continue to pay a dividend. Um, so Shell is very much on my radar. Um, I've also been looking at some financials. Now, we've seen Barclays fall back to uh, under a pound. It's currently trading at 82, 83p. And these are the, the sort of levels that the bank was trading at during the credit crunch. If you remember before, we had the uh, the bailout from the Qataris and uh, everything happened. Uh, uh, and of course, they've been taken to task over that uh, recently. Um, but nonetheless, you know, this is, uh, this is a, a huge bank institution trading at very low multiples indeed. Um, so I think now there are some great opportunities and I know Warren Buffett and uh, Berkshire Hathaway and his team, they will be looking at these markets and saying, right, we can scale in, we can pick up these assets at multi-year lows um, and then the dividend is paid and you can start to rebuild. And clearly, if there's a big resurgence in the market, you'll see your capital accrue in value as well, which is uh, the best of both worlds. Um, so on that front, is, is there any? Obviously, people are going to be looking at shares now. But is there any particular catalyst that you would be looking for to really get seriously back in the market? I mean, there's obviously the, as you said, the sort of scaling and spreading purchases out, um, so you get a weighted average across different yeah. uh, different companies at different prices. But do you think there's um, a particular catalyst that market participants are looking for to really get heavily back into the markets? It, it's quite simple to me. Um, markets trade six to nine months ahead. So we're now looking at uh, a September, October scenario. Um, so the market is looking to see whether coronavirus has been brought under control and whether life can start to return to normal. Because it's affecting everything. It's uh, obviously we've got the shutdown in pubs. We had this huge package announced yesterday by the Chancellor, 350 billion uh, uh, insurance packages to help small businesses, uh, loans, guaranteed loans to small businesses, payment moratoriums, um, a whole raft of packages designed to help companies through this period. That's going to cost the country money, clearly. So, so you know, I think in the in the future, once we're past this, we can look forward to higher taxes and maybe corporations will come in for some higher taxes further down the road. But nonetheless, the government plan to get us through this. Um, but to me, the catalyst that is going to change all this is when we start to see cases falling and when um, when uh, the chief scientist or, or, or the, uh, the government uh, scientific body says to the country that we're starting to see uh, the uh, the, uh, the cases plateau out. We're starting to see deaths fall. Um, the NHS is able to deal with it so um, so we can start to move around cautiously if that's the right term um, but clearly it, once the vaccine comes along as well then we're back to normal because the, the vaccine will be there it's just a question of how quickly they can roll it out but this is entirely down to uh, getting coronavirus under control and once there are signs of that 
in this country, we will start to see a recovery in stocks. And I would say probably a fairly sharp recovery at that. So if you can get it at this level, if you're it's not without risk, of course, because this could roll on for, uh, as some people are saying, for um, over a year. Um, but uh, nonetheless, there are some opportunities at this level that I don't think can be ignored. Fantastic. So are there, there's obviously the, the larger caps. Um, and there was one that we uh, we mentioned before we started recording. Um, and we spoke about before that you're quite keen on in Open Orphan. But there's another one which has been very much in the headlines recently in Novasites. Um, that is a um, producer and started producing tests for coronavirus. Yes. And is that a company now, it's had a very sharp rally that you think has um, sort of potential to go higher from these levels? Do you think a lot of the good news and potential for these type of companies that have seen um, an outperformance due to coronavirus, do you think a lot of the good potential good news has been priced in at these levels, or do you think there's potential upside from here? Well, I, I think um, I think uh, th there is always the potential for upside, but clearly, as we saw with Tiziana Life Sciences last week, um, which had the most astonishing Wednesday. Tiziana, of course, a dual listed on the NASDAQ and also also on AIM. Uh, the epic code is TILS, TILS. Um, and the share price, the company announced that it had a cure uh, or it was working on a potential cure for coronavirus patients um, in that um, one of the key factors in in uh, in, in the coronavirus uh, uh, cycle of uh, what's this in, in a patient is are the respiratory issues. And if there are underlying respiratory issues, then it produces something called IL-6. Um, and it's that which can effectively uh, lead to a pneumonia in the patient or, or the lungs fill out with fluid. Um, what uh, Tiziana have is a, a drug that can inhibit the production of this. So if that were tested and found to be successful, it could it could treat the most chronic patients. Um, so when this news was announced last Wednesday, the share price opened at 32p, shot up to £1.72, um, back down again. It's currently trading at around 45 50p. Um, the company also got a placing away the following day, so it was fortuitous for them in that regard too. But um, there will be further updates from the company in the, in the coming weeks. But likewise with Novasite, I mean, they... The, uh, the 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 market cap has has leapt up to uh, nearly nearly 80 million you know from from a, a, a market cap of a few million and when it, it the company is has already received orders for its covid 19 tests um, and uh, clearly this is a company that is going to continue to benefit um, or, or the the share price will continue to benefit whilst uh, the testing of the, the, the testing product it offers is in demand um, at the end of that if it's a one-trick pony then of course the share price will fall so so yeah there will be opportunities and there are as we know with open orphan they have a, a quarantine testing facility and they're working on a vaccine there with patients who are getting paid four thousand pounds a time to go in and be and to receive a mild a mild form of the virus and and then uh, the 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 vaccine and uh, uh the vaccine is developed from the knowledge that's acquired from those patients so there will be opportunities but um longer term Longer term, I think uh, 
uh, if you're looking to build a long-term portfolio and you're not interested in making a quick buck, I mean, of course, we all like to do that in the stock market. But longer term, I think there are there are some fantastic uh, opportunities. Shell is one of them. And, of course, there are some great insurance companies around, Legal in General, that's trading at multi-multi-year lows um, that, are, that also pays a great dividend. Uh, Aviva, um, I mentioned Barclays earlier too. And, and also some of the other defensive stocks like Imperial Tobacco, Royal Dutch Shell. And I saw Vodafone. Also dropped below a pound uh, yesterday, and Vodafone's got a uh, currently pays unheard a, of, absolutely unheard of. Price yeah, price. yeah a, a dividend yield of some seven percent, and um, it's uh, again at these multi-year lows. And of course, <laughs> while we're self self isolating, communication is ever the more important. So I imagine that uh, the the mobile phone providers or, or, or the uh, the network providers like Vodafone will be seeing a surge in in usage across the across their networks. Exactly. So, that, I mean, there, there's that's probably something that we will discuss on the next podcast we do, Alan, that the companies around the world, or those companies around the world, which are benefiting from people staying at home. Um, yeah. You know, some yeah. of those are going to be really outperforming. So that's probably something that we'll touch on on the next podcast, which I imagine are probably going to become a little bit more regular um, as everybody's going to be at home, myself included, um, in the sort of coming weeks. So, that's something that we'll probably be talking uh, about uh, early next week at some points. Indeed. Okay, Jonathan. Well, that's great. Well, uh, there are there are so many companies that uh, that will benefit from the, the big stay at home, as it were. So, uh, yeah, let's let's talk about those next week. Okay, fantastic, Alan. Thank you very much for joining us today. Pleasure, Jonathan. Thank you. All the best. Thank you very much. So that's the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Um, as we said at the beginning, it's now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. Thank you very much.